We are at a, a sink or swim moment in America right now where tyranny is, is attempting to take over everything that we, we love, attempting to destroy uh, everything we, we take dear. Uh, it's trying to destroy the church, annihilate the church of Jesus Christ in America. Hey everybody, Alex Newman here for the New American Magazine. I'm standing next to Reverend Bill Cook. He is uh, an extraordinary individual. He's the founder of America's Black Robe Regiment, among many other things. Uh, he also just spoke here. We're at the first landing uh, 1607 conference. Uh, they're rededicating America to God. And uh, Bill, you were one of the speakers here. Yes. Um, before we get into kind of what you talked about and repenting on behalf of the church, uh, give folks some background. What's the significance of 1607? What's this event all about in your view? Well, 1607 was when the pilgrims landed down here on our shores with Robert Hunt was the clergyman that was with them. They came here to, to found a settlement in Jamestown and they, they had a time where they, before they did anything, they, they met together, they covenanted with God, committed themselves and their work to the, to the Lord, to the kingdom of God. And yep. so it was, they, they, I think they even spent time fasting and praying before they left the ships to come, to come ashore. Yep, build a big cross, actually very yep. close to where we're standing right now, and, and, and ask that God would help this to be a country where the gospel would go out to all the world, and boy did that happen. Uh, Bill, obviously our country has changed a lot since then. Um, where are we right now, and uh, what responsibility does the church and the clergy bear for this? Well, we are at a, we are at a, a sink or swim moment in America right now where tyranny is, is attempting to take over everything that we, we love, it's attempting to destroy uh, everything we've, we take dear. Uh, it's trying to destroy the church, annihilate the church of Jesus Christ in America, and we're trying to take that back. That's what we did today. We, we covenanted with God today in order to restore you know, the blessings of liberty that we've been, they've been quickly disappearing in our nation. Yeah, and, and there were different speakers who went up during this repentance ceremony. One repented uh, for the abortions, the, the murder of babies that have happened here. Uh, one repented for the human trafficking. You repented on behalf of the church and the clergy. Um, why did you feel led to do that? Well, I felt led to do that because really in America's history, the clergy were the founding fathers. You know, we talk about the, the, uh, the John Adamses, the Patrick Henrys, the, the um, you know, Thomas Jefferson's, people like that, we could say they're the founding fathers, but really they weren't the founding fathers because they were go they basically went to school on the preaching that had happened in America for, for many years before the, Revol the American Revolution even began. The clergy had actually preached the political principles in the, in the founding charters, make making them ubiquitous among the people. And what I like to say is that the clergy laid the, the political ideological foundation for, for the American Republic, which the framers came along and then they constructed the freest, most prosperous, most beneficent, most prolific missionary sending nation in human history upon the principles that the clergy that came out of the pulpits of America. 
Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating story, and, and you're right. The, our country is actually founded on biblical principles, though so few people recognize that today. Um, now, the, the Black Robe Regiment, um, I think a lot of folks out there, unfortunately, are going to be unfamiliar with that term. Talk a little bit about the Black Robe Regiment, and what are you trying to do by creating a, a new We're Black Robe Regiment? We're trying to Black Robe Regiment. Well, the Black Robe Regiment, it's a term that the British use when referring to the American clergy. They hated the American clergy, and they blamed them for the war for independence. What we call, they blamed them for what they called the rebellion. We called the American war for independence, and they were right because it was the preaching of the of the clergy that had made the ideas in the in the founding charters ubiquitous. That it was liberty was held to be sacred by not just the clergy but by the people, and so when the when the when Britain threatened our liberties. The country went to war against it. We fought, fought for seven years in the American Revolution, and clergy were some of the main leaders in the American Revolution. They were at the forefront of the of the war when it started. Lexington was well, Lexington. The first battle of the war, the, the shot uh, heard around the world, was was started in Lexington, and the pastor of Lexington, Jonas Clark, was right at the forefront of it. He, the, when the battle of Lexington ended, he had lost eight men from his church. They were killed. And there were another 10 wounded that day. And Clark, I think it's sort of a prophetic understanding, a year later on the anniversary, he preached a sermon in which he effectively said, from this day shall be dated the liberty of the world. And he was right. As America goes, so goes the world. As liberty in America goes, so goes the world. And our enemies, this globalist cabal that's trying to take our nation down right now, understands that if they can take America down, they've got the world. You know, we're the last, we are the last uh, bastion of liberty in the world right now. And so the, the church has to, um, I believe the church needs to fight like it's never fought before to stop what's happening. So what does the revived uh, Black Robe Regiment do? What, what are some of well, the things what, that you guys do? What we're doing is we're forming chapters in every state. We're forming, uh, you call them regiments, whatever you want to call them. We're forming them in, them in every political jurisdiction. That means in local political jurisdictions, whether it's a county government, a state, uh, you know, a city government, whatever. And we're, we're saying that there needs to be a company of at least two pastors in every one of those political entities asserting their own influence and the influence of their churches directly in government. It's not enough to say, you know, for a pastor to say, you go vote. It's only enough when, it, it's only enough particularly in this time that we're in, this critical time that we're in, where pastors begin to assert their influence directly in government and lead their congregations into doing that, where the church begins to recognize its, its responsibility for the condition of our government. You know, if you, have a, if you know anything about scripture, you know that there's two kinds of people in the world, those who know Jesus and those who don't. And the ones that don't are called the children of disobedience. And it, it also says in scripture that the, the behavior and actions of the, civil, of the children of disobedience are controlled by the, an entity called the prince of the power of the air. So if you wonder why when, when unbelievers gain control of government, why they seem to break everything, that's just their nature. They don't know how to do anything else. They promise, they, they promise liberty, and it's, it's, it says that they promise men liberty while they themselves are slaves of corruption. And... Um, they, they just can't do it. They can't comprehend liberty. They can't understand um, what makes for a government of liberty. And so it's up to the church to really assert itself in government and go against the whole narrative of separation of church and state, which is unconstitutional and false.
I was just going to ask you about that. You know, a lot of people watching out there, especially the, the left wingers, will say, <gasps> separation of church and state. What do you mean pastors should be getting involved? What do you mean churches should be getting involved in politics? Should pastors and churches be getting involved in politics? Absolutely, they should. Again, we are stewards. The, the church is the steward of the civil society. We are the ones, we are the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And what salt is? Salt is a curative compound. You know, it's not just... It's not like, it's when Jesus said, you're the salt of the earth, he wasn't saying things go better with Christians around like things go better with Coke. <laughs> you know, the salt is a powerful curative uh, chemical when it, when it begins to infuse its surroundings. And so the church needs to infuse the culture, it needs to infuse the government, it needs to see its role as being a steward of its, of its government. And if government rots, it's it's just evidence that the church isn't involved at all. Yeah, you know? and that's been the situation in our country now for, for decades. Um, before I ask you where people can find you, have you noticed a change? I mean, are, are more pastors waking yeah. up and getting involved? What do you we, we are seeing that right now. America's Black Rob Regiment has chapters, solid chapters in 11 states. Wow. And we, we I'd say we have beginning, the beginnings of chapters in another eight states. So I'd say we're roughly in 20 states, some of the some of the chapters are more are more uh, isolated to particular parts of states, like a state like New York has a chapter in Western New York, you know, and so that, that you know one chapter in Western New York is going to have a hard time getting all the way to the eastern part of the state. So, you know, we're just we're just forming as quickly as we as quickly as we can see. As people, I'm getting a lot of calls from pastors now to to form chapters. They're ready to. People are beginning. To, I think pastors are understanding in greater measure that right now that they can no longer sit on the sidelines and watch this, this nonsense in, in our country unfold, this globalist um, agenda unfold. They have to stand up and contend against it. Yeah, and, and I think we all do. I think nothing, nothing scares the people that are trying to impose this tyranny on, on our country. Nothing scares them more than the church stepping up to its responsibility in government. Yep. So how do folks learn more about this? Uh, give out your website. How can people sure. follow you on social media? Website is A, B, A, B, the initials for the organization, America's Black Robe Regiment. So it's abrr.us. They can uh, go, to, go to the website. They can subscribe to our emails. They can become members of the Black Robe Regiment if they're pastors, or they can become uh, members. They can just become patriot members. We'd love to have people that aren't pastors involved. And uh, they can also sign our, what we call our Gideon's 300 Pledge, the pledge to do the things we believe pastors need to do. And they can read that and find out what it says. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Reverend Bill Cook, thank you so much for being with us. Such an honor to be with you today. Honor to so have much. you. Thank you so much. Folks, we'll be back with more. I'm Alex Newman. This is the New American Magazine. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Join us in restoring this great nation.